Welcome, everyone, to Twisted News. In today's episode, we'll cover two stories that will remind you of how truly terrifying the world can be, especially when you're young or in your teenage years. I'm Andrew, and thanks so much for tuning in. If you're new here or have enjoyed these podcasts, then please make sure to go and check out our YouTube channel called Scary Mysteries, because over there, we have all of these episodes complete with amazing visuals to go with the stories. And please don't forget to subscribe and click the notifications when you're there, so you're always updated on the new videos we post every week. Now, here are two stories involving the tragic fates of a pair of teenagers. The first story is about a man who was robbed of his life after falling prey to what was probably an enticing offer when he was a teen. And the second story is about a girl who had her ambitions, hopes, and dreams swiftly taken away from her by a well-known and liked local figure. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted News. Number 1. 40 Years Held Captive If you ask teenagers about what they want for their future, they'll probably tell you about wanting a good job that earns solid pay. While that certainly doesn't always happen, some employers go way too far and take advantage of young employees, everything from paying low wages to extended working hours. All this and more was what an Englishman endured after he started working at a farm back in the 1970s. The victim, whose identity has been kept anonymous, started doing farm work in Carlisle, Cumbria, a county in the northwest part of England when he was just 16 years old back in 1976. It wasn't clear how he met his employer, Peter Swalls Sr., but his tasks included painting, roofing, fixing pavement, as well as general work all around the farm. While it was perhaps a decent job at first for a teen, what the young man never expected was how he would be taken advantage of by the Swales for most of his adult life. Forty years later, the man still worked for the Swales, doing the same work at the farm. Some people may think it's a sign of loyalty between both parties. However, the man's working conditions greatly contradicted that. Despite doing all the heavy lifting, he was only paid about 10 euros, which in USD is about $13.50 per day. His living conditions for decades were unimaginable, as he lived in a cramped six-foot wooden shed with a door and a window that barely closed. Aside from his minimal personal belongings, there was only a soiled mattress, a chair, and a television set inside. The shed had no heater or lighting. He also didn't have a proper place to wash, save for the kitchen sink that was located in a building behind a shed. The authorities that rescued the man later noted that a similar-looking shed for the family dog was found on the same property. However, it actually looked to be in a better state as opposed to the victim's shed. This man was finally rescued on the 3rd of October of 2018 after authorities had received a tip about the man's situation. 
This shed was situated at Hadrian's Caravan Park in Carlisle, and when authorities from the Gang Masters and Labor Abuse Authority, or the GLAA, the Cumbria Police and the National Crime Agency arrived in the area, they were greeted by the disheveled-looking and distressed victim, who was then 58 years old. On that same day, Peter Swalls Sr. and his son, Peter Swalls Jr., were both arrested and charged under the Modern Slavery Act of 2015. The authorities did this after a three-year investigation. However, they both denied the allegations. In 2021, Sr. Swalls died at age 81, leaving the charges to be faced alone by his son. Recently, on January 17, 2022, Swallows Jr., now 56 years old, pleaded guilty to the charge as part of an agreement that limits his involvement in the case. He expressed that he wasn't exactly aware of the man's situation despite having known him for a long time, but did admit that what they paid the victim did not meet the rate he was entitled to. Swallows Jr. is now set to be sentenced by the court very soon. At the moment, the unidentified man who is now in his 60s is currently residing in supported accommodations after being placed under the care of the National Referral Mechanism, a government cooperative that looks after the rights of human trafficking victims. According to authorities, he seems to be pleased and content with his current living condition. However, they also believe that the trauma that he endured during the majority of his life will remain with him. We often joke about being enslaved to our desks or computers because of work, but what we don't realize is that there are people like this man from Cumbria who was an actual slave for most of his life. The Swallies took advantage of his age and vulnerability, robbing him of his life, his human rights, and his dignity. And we only hope it's not yet too late to take back everything that he's lost. Number 2. Did Jupiter Joe Kill? It's rare to find an expert loitering about the streets, sharing their knowledge about their field of expertise to random passerbys. However, on the streets of the Bronx in New York City, there is one astronomy enthusiast who did just that, sharing his telescope and his knowledge to the people of the Bronx, and the community called him Jupiter Joe. 49-year-old Joe, whose real name is Joseph Martinez, is a local figure who would usually entice people with a telescope, allowing them to take a peek at the sky while also giving free lessons about astronomy. He also has a website and a YouTube channel, which were created in 2011 and 2012 respectively. He sounds like a real helpful guy, but there is, however, one problem. In 2021... Jupiter Joe is charged with a brutal crime that happened more than two decades ago. The victim was then 13-year-old Minerliz Soriano, fondly called Minnie. She was described by her loved ones as diligent and passionate. She was known to sell candy in and around their apartment complex. People also recalled her as a studious girl who sometimes did her homework in the apartment lobby. And in 1999, Joe and Minnie were neighbors, 
and they lived in the same apartment complex in Co-op City. Minnie, a middle schooler at the time, usually walked to and from school with her best friend, Kimberly Ortiz. But on the fateful day of February 24, 1999, they left school separately. Sadly, only Kimberly managed to get home and Minnie was nowhere to be found. Four days later, a person scavenging through the dumpsters behind a video store near Pelham Parkway in Co-op City discovered something truly terrifying. It was a dead body wrapped in a garbage bag. Later, it was identified as the missing young girl and authorities later revealed that her cause of death was by strangulation. She also showed signs of being sexually assaulted and the dumpster where she was found was only about a mile away from where she lived. Police launched an investigation against the heinous crime done to the child. They had a few leads, including the semen found on Minnie's sweater, and they interviewed many male tenants in her apartment complex, including Jupiter Joe. Similar to the neighbor's description, Joe also recalled Minnie as one of the children who played outside the complex, as well as the girl who sold candy along with her sister. However, nothing ultimately came from that investigation, and so Minnie's case went cold for the next 22 years. But a breakthrough came in 2021 when the investigators found a familial DNA match to the semen. That DNA belonged to a deceased man who was in the database of the New York convicted offenders and was identified as Jupiter Joe's father. Later, after Joe was arrested, the collected DNA sample from him was used to compare the DNA from Minnie's sweater, and the result was a match. This was what led the investigators to charge him with two counts of murder. It was also the first time the New York police used familial DNA to charge a suspect with a crime. Jupiter Joe, however, pleaded not guilty. In what seems to be a tragic twist to the story, Jupiter Joe became a well-loved person in his community because of his sidewalk astronomy activities. He even said in one of his videos on YouTube that he hoped he could inspire at least one child to become an astronomer or a scientist one day with his street lessons. On the other hand, Minnie, whose life was cut short by her tragic death, actually wanted to become an astronaut. She would have been 35 today if she were still alive, and Jupiter Joe, well, he awaits his day in court. So that's it for this episode of Twisted News. If you want more, then check out some of our other episodes like this coming out every single week. Or check out our other podcast, Every Town, as each episode presented there goes more in-depth into some of the craziest true crime stories from all around America. Links are in the description. Thank you again for tuning in, and I'll see you soon.